0: Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with Michael Bessinger from Bessinger's Barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. I've wanted to talk to him for a while because he has an old school place in Charleston where there's a lot of new places or newer places and different styles of barbecue that have come in to charleston and he's essentially stayed old school and he is third generation his son's working there so possibly there'll be a fourth generation working there and they could date the business back to 1939 he has all these old stories about his grandfather and his father and the way that the business evolved and basically they're known for pork mustard sauce and onion rings and they have other things so they have other things that they offer but it's an old school place and it's i i it's very insightful. I think that you'll learn a lot about what he's all about and what he plans to do in the future. It's only about two miles south of downtown Charleston. So if you're just visiting Charleston, they're open 11 to nine, seven days a week. So you could visit them any day, any time of day. I can't wait to stop in multiple times when I do hit Charleston up. And I can't thank Michael enough for taking the time during this busy season to share his story and his family story and the restaurant story. And if you're enjoying these, please subscribe that way you don't miss out. Also hit the bell notification. I do about two of these per week. I have a website at KevinsBBQJoints.com. I'm on all the social media at KevinsBBQJoints. But at the end, stay safe. Visit your local barbecue joint. And during this holiday season, a gift card at a barbecue joint is a great gift. Thanks so much. How are you doing today?
1: Man, yeah, doing great. Just uh, been a busy morning. A couple call-outs at work. So uh, running all over town trying to get things done. And, uh, you know, every day's new. <laughs> you know.
0: This day, day, right. Restaurant
1: business is pretty challenging, but it's very rewarding and you know very exciting at the same time. But you just got to go with the flow.
0: Exactly. How has how has it been? We'll get into a lot of different things, but I how has it been with staffing these days? Has it been uh, like yeah.
1: It's it's been pretty rough. I mean, through COVID, we did great. We retained everyone except oh. a couple people who decided to move back home to Ohio or wherever else they were. Oh, okay. But once um the, the change started happening was about eight months ago, uh when the benefits were rolling out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we couldn't yeah. we couldn't get anybody. And then uh we were running bare bones. And then uh but the and now that I'm actually almost fully staffed. I usually have at one restaurant about 45 to 50 people but I have about maybe 33 now whereas I had 18 unfortunately uh you know everyone's a little worn thin and therefore the quality of applicants gets less and less um you know but we're doing good well like you said the
0: call the call outs I've heard of a lot of call outs and I've heard of people actually not even showing up for interviews, too, that's. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And I
0: that, guess that that's, probably happened man. in the past, but that's like been more prevalent, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Your, your restaurant has been open. And then forgive me, because I, I thought that you only had one. Do you have more than lo- one location? Am I going crazy?
1: No, we have one. We uh, once yeah. upon a time, when my father and his brother were business partners, they had nine, I believe it was at the same time. Oh, OK. And they decided to go their own ways. And uh, we retained three to four, not exactly three or four, so we operated and owned four, let's say four restaurants and uh, we decided to clean it up, you know, make one location great. And um, yeah. And, and the rest is history. So we've had them all over, but um, we just have this one location. Now we're always looking to branch out, you yeah. know, just wait for the right opportunity to do that. Yeah.
0: And it's not the having multiple locations. I've talked to many different people. It's, it's not an easy thing. Sometimes it works. No. Sometimes it's, Sporadic it's uh, I guess it all depends on either the area or the people that are in charge of those specific spots and management it's 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 not even. Yep. O- running a restaurant in the first place is not the easiest uh, right. profession, but, you, but the rest the restaurant, the original restaurant was open in
1: 1939. Correct. Wow. So my grandfather now it, through this interview conversation, uh, there may be people who want to text me after say no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Our grandfather did this, this, this and okay, then, okay. then someone will text them and tell them no 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 you're wrong so i'm just kind of like whatever you know i'm just here to to live the legacy keep the legacy going but back in 1939 my grandfather um you know folklore has it he traded i believe a cow and a milk goat um through the depression to buy a little diner you know, oh, open a little diner to feed his family because they're you know they're poor as 11 siblings and wow. um they had a, they're all farmers and had a big farm up in orangeburg and um and decided to get in the restaurant business back in 1939 then it closed down shortly after i believe the depression was just hit it too hard and um a reopened i don't know a, about a year or so later the dates okay. lead escaped me a little bit
0: yeah
1: and um so back so basically we just established it re-established it in 1939 okay. so back in 19 19- 41 but it started in 39
0: okay so started, so, yeah. and then was that at the location that you're at the
1: you... no no this was location was out in the country out in holly hill south carolina which is okay. about uh, 40 minutes north of charleston okay so my father grew up on the farm in orangeburg and then they moved to holly hill and when he was about eight years old i believe so in 1939 is okay. when they moved to holly hill to do that and
0: so, were they cooking? Was the menu pork shoulder? Like, what was or pork? What, what was the menu at the time? Yeah,
1: well, but not exactly sure. Um, it was a diner, so of course, they did a lot of breakfast. They hit that that highway that they were on, which is this tiny little town, uh, was the main highway from Columbia, South Carolina, to like Charleston. There was oh, no that's... interstate. There was no interstate, so everyone stopped there and had breakfast and lunch. And then my dad gripped, th- told me. I was growing up that it would you know kill their own hogs and go out to the farms and pick the hogs hang them up you know and do the dirty business and and then cook them in the ground wow. so they would do whole hogs in the ground
0: and so then he so how many siblings were there and like your dad was a, was one of one of three was he or four one of eleven. Oh, so he your dad was one of eleven
1: yep yep oh ah, okay yep. i was thinking he your was grandfather was honest. one of eleven okay no, he was like one of seven or something like. He would have, he had a good sized family as well. They, they <laughs> can you, can you imagine
0: having eleven children?
1: No, golly. <laughs> he said he slept in the hallway. That's where his bedroom was in the hallway in the in the, in the on the farm. Oh my so, god! Wow, yeah, that yeah.
0: is crazy. So so then, like, flat flash forward or fast forward to to you. You you grew up in the restaurant business too, then, right?
1: I did. So my life was, you know parents got divorced when i was very young about one or two years old okay and uh i had three other siblings and um two of them worked in the business my brother tommy who's the oldest sibling who's now my business partner he helped you know take me to and fro places when i was a kid my dad worked 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 and uh running all those restaurants and uh so i grew up in the business father told me i was never going to be a part of the business that he wanted better for me you know he wanted me to become a you know every parent's aspirations be a rocket surgeon you know, do something better <laughs> than dirty work like this i was too much of a busybody in school to do that you know so yeah, um, no,
0: you're having too it, much fun
1: yeah i was having too much fun and it was no parents I get on to keep me under control so i want not do what i wanted to <laughs> so and then he uh i opened a landscaping company um you know went to the school for horticulture oh. and uh barbecue was never my passion i like to eat yeah. you know but um like to eat it when i went to the restaurant but um it was not my thing even though I worked through the restaurant, I started when I was 13 there being a busboy and cleaning walls and washing dishes until, gosh, I don't know, I was 15, 16 years old and my dad had me uh cashier at hostess. Um, and then after that, um, he had me do more cooking and uh, customer service. And then I ended up buying the business from him. My brother and I did in
0: 2012.
1: Okay. So, so yeah. Right. Yeah. So almost 10 years ago. Okay.
0: Wow. That's so, because it, and growing up in the restaurant business and doing all those different tasks, you understand what it yes. takes, like what the, because I think a lot of people will jump into the business, but they're, they haven't done all those types of things. And even too, a lot of people that like aspire to have a restaurant don't realize how many little right. tasks there are, how many little right. things there are.
1: That's right. If you can't, you can't tell anybody to train someone to do something if you haven't done a hundred times over, yeah, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to be very seasoned in what you're doing. And uh, my dad loved the season. Me in the grunt work for many years, <laughs> you know, he had, he managed the restaurant, making schedules and training people. And, uh, you know, but good um, practice,
0: even though, even though he didn't initially want you involved, he definitely right. gave you all the, all the knowledge right. that you needed to. And how yeah. is it? And how is he doing? He's 90 years old, right?
1: He just turned 90 Saturday. We had a great, huge party for him. It was the first birthday party he's ever had in his entire life. because He really? hates attention. Yeah. hates attention, never wanted a party. And I said, heck with this. Let's do this. So we just threw a big party at my house, and uh, it was a great party. He was really surprised and happy. But He's doing well, you know, uh, physically um, or internally, he's doing better than I am. He's, his, his, his organs are all great. Mine, you know, are questionable, but he's great. <laughs> you know, he, he, he's slow moving nowadays, but uh, he still comes around, you know. And uh, matter of fact, uh, I called him the day after his birthday and asked him how he enjoyed it. And uh, he was good, but I got something I want to talk to you and address to you about the restaurant. I didn't like what that person was doing. Like, okay, back <laughs> really? to business. Here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so does he come by a lot then?
1: that every day, pretty
0: oh, much every day. Oh, he does. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's yeah. nice, and that you know, that's that's important. I think for anybody in life to to have something that they're doing all the time, because I think that when you just sit at home, it just eats at you. And I think eventually, it's you need something, yep. some kind of passion, some kind of passion. And he probably. So when did you did you when you get, when you and your brother took over the business, did you retool it kind of like did your did you in the back of your mind did you have a an idea that you wanted to freshen it up or change things like did things stay the same or were they pretty much
1: yeah pretty much we didn't want to mess with anything if it's not broke don't fix it yeah yeah. but we do try to kind of do some things here and there like recently we just started serving beer and uh the 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 the, the population the demographic in charleston has changed so much a lot of the old charlestonians they're gone they moved away and we have so many transient people here now and every time you know they come in you, you for example my wife or and i were in the kitchen one day working at the front of the house and uh together and um you know a group of ten i believe came in wonder if we sold beer we said no we did it one person wanted the yingling and uh so they left and went to my competitors restaurant down the street i said enough <laughs> of that you know yeah. so we brought beer in and uh you know we've we, i've been fine-tuning the menu here and there over the years mm. but um you know we, we we don't mess with our key items yeah, yeah no. aesthetically yeah, something yeah, I, I would thinking. love to redo to place. It's, you know, it's been there since 1960. It's very old. It's nothing but termite, termite and fat lighter holding hands, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have a pretty big insurance policy on that fat lighter building.
0: <laughs> so was, what, what kind of pits do you guys have? And where are they? So built we by have your, by um, your dad. Sorry? And were they built by your grandfather, or, is that, or the, your dad? No,
1: or? no. We um the pits have been a constant evolution, revolution, back to evolution again. It's been you know you've been in this business for so long. You kind of things come coming full circle. You know, um, we used heavily for for years some you know uh, uh, Southern Pride because we had so many restaurants. Yeah. We used that one restaurant basically as a commissary to support and cook meat for those other restaurants. But we had such volume, but we've um gotten kind of gotten away from that in the past decade and um i have uh two 500 gallon Austin smoke works oh, um
0: yeah they're smoke
1: great. Uh, road pits and then i have a bq grill whole haul cooker um that i did to really boost up uh whole hall catering and um and as soon as i got that built um and covid hit and then of all course. my caterings went away so and i'm just trying to get caterings going back again but we're trying to get those type of pits working full-time, but trying to find, you know, a skilled labor to stay around long enough to teach them.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, It's been a challenge, but uh, I'm there working, using them quite often, but uh, the the 2,500 gallons, John Lewis, uh, Lewis Barbecue is a good friend of mine. And um, they're from his company. As a matter of fact, he and I built one, uh, a home version ourselves, and it's sitting in my backyard right now. Oh, really? And uh, it's a little mini version. And um, so he taught me how to cook on those offsets, you know i kind of had a, i had an idea because i was using lang's for years mm-hmm. at the restaurant but uh that design by him is very unique yeah so he i to and relearn he, all and he knows him. what
0: he's doing so
1: he really yeah 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 he, he, yeah, he has a too. good idea he
0: has a good idea <laughs> <laughs> did you know him prior to him coming back to charleston
1: no i never met the guy um i don't remember how we met i think i went to check his restaurant one day and and i was there So said hey you're John Lewis's? Yeah. I'm Michael Bessinger on Bessinger's barbecue. He's like, oh, the one over there on Savannah highway. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh my gosh. You know, he said, he's like, I've been to your restaurant a few times. I love it. I'm like, I get out of here. Come on. You know, and, they, and he said, no, seriously. And then just one day, um, I somehow I got his phone number. We were texting back and forth and okay. I wanted to get a new smoker for my house. I had nine smokers over here and, and I didn't like any of them. And one day he said, let's just build one. So that, that's, that was the beginning of a good friendship wow. and, uh, yeah. When he and he he
0: was building them with his dad at the beginning, that's how they, yes, yeah, also like, smoke works, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. and also smoke their pits are beautiful. And I know that, yeah, they the, a lot of things that they've done are proprietary and things that they like see, yeah. like little secrets that they've
1: started. Well, Jimbo Glass over there, who took it over, uh, does a great job, he owns that company now, yeah. He's and nice when building these pits, John, you know, said, well, well, I said, Well, John, what do you think about this design? And this, this, he's, oh, no, he's just a piece of crap, don't do that. He says, he says that that pit looks pretty, but it doesn't work. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're a pretty well-known company. No, nope, they did this and this wrong. It's not going to work. Isn't that so funny how, how people
0: have a brain for that? That's like it's it's yeah. in his soul. It's, a, it's in his being. That's it. And, mm-hmm. and I want to I want to talk about your menu and I want to talk about your sauce and, and also too that you're you're open seven days a week, which is really a nice thing for people to, to know yes. because that's a, and I. I'm sure you're open seven days a week because you pay rent seven days a week every day. <laughs> right right <laughs> it's a, like that the old saying that people say but now uh uh what how, charleston has changed a lot since have you have you li- how long have you lived personally in charleston
1: well, i was born and raised in charleston the best of your family now this is also speculation but the best of your family what i saw my cpa actually gave me a book Is Family uh, lineage uh, book, heritage, whatever you want to call it, yeah. an ancestry book, and it documented where the messengers landed in Charleston in seventeen, I think, thirty-four. Oh, really? And uh, from Germany, and so some went out west into Central Texas. And that's why you have kind of a little bit of a mustard theme in Central Texas, pork, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah. So the messengers stayed around, and uh, we went up to Hall, up to Orangeburg and stayed in Charleston, and uh, we're became farmers. Back to the But, question. You, so,
0: was but you were born raiser. in, you were actually born in Charleston.
1: Yes, I was literally born a mile from the restaurant. And, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and lived there. In 1960, um, my dad decided after we after got out of the military and came back to the United States to help his father continue to actually know his father died when he was 14. But he came back to get back to the restaurant industry, moved back to Charleston and helped his brothers run rest barbecue restaurants here in Charleston, which was called Piggy Park back in the day it was curb service. Oh, yeah, no, I've heard that. name. So, yep. And then uh, he decided to do his own piggy park in 1960. And in, in West Ashley in Charleston, the same location we're at now.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. That now makes sense. But <clears> it's, so but you've seen Charleston change a lot, huh?
1: Crazy amounts. It's crazy amounts. As a matter of fact, I was pretty out a bunch of photos from my dad's birthday party and put on display and I came across a bunch of old photos. My brother had taken back in the 70s and 80s of, of the of the area in the 60s and 70s, 80s. And I was blown away. I mean, there was not, it's almost not a tree to be found now. But it was just nothing but trees, you know, it was great. That amazing. That's... And uh, the, the traffic was minimal, if any at all. Now you're sitting in traffic all day long. You know, people watching this from Atlanta or wherever DC, they're you know they don't feel sorry for me at all. But it's <laughs> Los Angeles. Treatment. I'm from
0: Los Angeles, and so I, yeah, I, right. but I get it. But it, but it's 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 marketably different for you.
1: It's marketably different. It's a good thing. It's good for business. Um Charleston itself has been spruced up, and it's a great place to live. Um Well, I, I, it was a greater place to live back then because the population was so low. It's yeah. a greater place to live now because there's so much more to do. You know uh tax dollars being put to good use uh a lot of new things happening up a lot of great restaurants a lot of great other venues it, it's, it's fantastic but i do miss the charleston of old you know yeah. every, everyone knew everyone you know personalities melded better you know we didn't have you know people from other areas of the country coming to bring their politics or their thoughts yeah or, no that's like you know?
0: i can imagine no that's so,
1: yeah i don't want to get i don't always want to get political, but just leave me alone. Basically, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just have a beer. Let's have a sweet tea or something. We don't need to get a fight. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. But it also too the the barbecue scene has changed a lot, too, in the last yep. 10 years or so. It just seems like there's a lot more. And there's different, different barbecue. But yes. it's just it just seems like things have have grown to a point where now it's now it's, it's a barbecue destination for people.
1: It really is. That also is a good thing and bad thing. We were pretty much the only barbecue people yeah. here. You know, we ruled the roost, ruled the area, and we're still here. No one's kicked our butt out yet. Yeah. And, um, but they're doing a good job of capturing a different audience. Um, you know, it all changed. I think when home team came to Charleston, uh, more of a chef-driven type barbecue, we're old school they're more chef driven mm-hmm. um and, it, and then of course you know rodney started to come to charleston and john lewis before him but yes and then you know swing of swine um you know they all do a fantastic job but they're all they different do. all different all different um and that's what that's what you know i can appreciate other flavors of and profiles yeah. of barbecue uh because now although when i was younger i didn't care for it now i'm obsessed with it yeah, yeah. you know i'm still learning everything it. my father to the day still says he learns new things so anyone wow. who tries to say they're you know you a great pit master and know everything uh no. you know humble yourself because one day something's going to change like it did for us
0: <laughs> exactly How, at the be- at the beginning it was a pork based menu when did brisket come into the menu uh
1: shortly after uh home team came around town um people were they kind of introduced brisket a little bit not on the not at the scale John does, you know, I don't think. I mean, that's yeah. probably because pretty much his, his bread and butter. That's his more of his um, thing,
0: Central Texas style, yeah.
1: Yeah. But people kept coming to say, hey, you have brisket. No, no, we have round eye. You know, we 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 did beef, but it wasn't brisket. Explain and, uh,
0: explain round eye.
1: It's a really lean, uh cylinder type kind of meat we would season and and smoke off. And uh when we cut it really thin, kind of a medium rare. My grandmother um, used to cook it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty called, old. School. Um, it's called pit beef. Okay. I believe, um, who's the fellow there in Asheville, uh, uh, Elliot Moss. Yes, he does it.
0: Oh, he does. And that's okay. what we
1: did. For, that's what we did for decades. And then we stopped it and tried our hand at brisket and, um, you know, we don't, we do okay with it. Everyone who tries it absolutely loves it. Even, mm-hmm. you know, John Lewis says, Hey man, this is pretty good. You know, it's just not our forte. I yeah, want to stick yeah. with what we know, what we're known for, which is pork onion rings, mustard sauce. Um, you know, things of that nature.
0: That's a, you're the classic messenger meal. That's what, yeah. and it's yeah. also too, I love that you have onion rings on your menu because not every <laughs> place. Yeah. it's just, there's something, I don't know, nostalgic. I love onion rings. Well,
1: every, yeah, traditional barbecue here is, you know, hush puppies, pork, and, you know, hash and rice, which we do have, we do great hash yeah, and rice. I saw rice hash
0: with. and rice in your menu too, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, display. yeah. With onion rings is by far one of the things uh, unusual, which is unusual for a barbecue restaurant to be known mm-hmm. for. But we're very popular, and is you know we yeah, make funny. everything from yeah, make they're huge, they're, they're great. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Well, let's go let's go over your menu. What so what are your key items and and there's all these different like ways to order things too, right?
1: Yeah. Well, our our, our key our top. You know, five items are the pork sandwiches, Big Joe, Little Joe, which is that man after my grandfather, Joe Bessinger. Um, isn't there a colossal
0: not, we, Joe too?
1: We did a colossal Joe <laughs> because Man versus Food wanted to come film us, and they said, "Hey, we want something uh, I impressive." Yes. I said, "Okay, let me think on that." So I came up with the colossal Joe, and which is a trifecta of mustard-based barbecue with slaw, which was a throw to Carolina, North Carolina. Then I added Texas flair. We layered it with brisket. And then we did a oh, okay. pile of keeping fried onions. So this is a massive sandwich, you know, that four people could eat. And um, you know, it's not a huge seller because with that much meat, you gotta charge a pretty penny for it. Um, <laughs> but that's not a top item. The barbecue sandwiches, the pork sandwiches and um our burgers, we sell a ton of burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty well known for that. We use local produce. We use, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. on this Duke versus Hellman's voting kick and It's always Dukes. There's only Dukes for us, and uh, you know we try to source fresh bread every day for any kind of sandwich. And then onion rings, obviously, and then our pork plates, our meat plates, and
0: the plates and ribs are pretty popular. Oh yeah, yeah, and they've ribs too. But the plates are most people are probably getting plates or sandwiches, right? Isn't that kind of I guess we're yeah. I guess you said burgers. So there's so there's a lot of options too, so that you can go. People can come (coughs) multiple times in a week, or if they come with a family that has a bunch of different
1: desires, like. Yeah, we've, you know, we trimmed some things off the menu to try to make things a little bit more efficient, mm-hmm. but we're trying to stay true to what people most want. You know, like we have this fried chicken sandwich, we call it the big chick. It's a massive chicken breast. It's a wow. sandwich. It's huge. And then uh, we do baskets as well for every sandwich, which is a basket full of french fries and an onion ring. But the onion rings, you know, they're that big and that big around. So, you know, you see this thing and customers like, what the heck is that? You know, it's your onion ring. Like, wow. Okay. So.
0: Are most people dipping those in the sauce?
1: Uh, no, they, they like them just as is. I, my like wife it. eats it with mustard barbecue sauce. My other, my pit master eats it with barbecue sauce. I don't, um, I still actually, that's probably the one thing i love to eat the most at work is the onion rings. Yeah. I'd
0: like, yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's, we'll talk about your, the sauce. How long has the sauce been part of your tradition?
1: Forever. Uh, Forever. my grandfather, um, we let like to say he created mustard based barbecue sauce. You know, prepared mustard didn't enter the U S until I think in the early 1900s and it was said throughout the family he created using once prepared mustard came about um he created this barbecue sauce in his barn on the farm holly hill to open his restaurant using it okay so and was and he using it to, said,
0: was he using it as a sauce or to mop or both or
1: yeah both okay. mm-hmm. yep a lot of guys, like you know, they'll they'll they mop with their vinegar sauce. We prefer to mop with the mustard sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has enough vinegar in it to be a vinegar-based sauce almost. <laughs> but you know, it's so good. It's so sweet and tangy and savory. It's not overpowering with mustard. Some mustard sauces are just oh yeah, hits you. It's kind of hits you right there in the jowls too much mm-hmm. with that mustard. That's, I got feel that feeling mellow. right
0: now, as you say. Yeah. that. it's such a yeah. odd feeling. Well, and you and you sell that sauce online too, right?
1: We actually just got our online store about up and running it's okay. taken me several years because it's been on the back burner it's never, never been a priority because so we sell the mm-hmm. grocery stores okay that's and we sell to Publix, Harris teeter big Wiggly's, lowe's grocery store igas uh all kind of grocery stores uh food Lion. so you know we sell tens and tens and tens of thousands of bottles a year through the stores so my online presence was not a priority yeah, yeah. it was just keeping the business going
0: but are you going to? So then will that be something that you will be able to get? Is eventually? oh yeah,
1: very soon. We okay. actually just did a couple of test runs of uh, orders online and ship them out just to see. You know, as a matter of fact one of the two packages we shipped out were destroyed by fedex so we got to start all over rethink that again
0: (laughs) that's yeah you have to you have to imagine that because one time when i this is a long time ago i ordered a laminator when i was married from my wife and i was working at my my with my folks at their house and i they had a a gate and i saw Mm. the the ups guy or I think it was UPS. He he was during Christmas time and he threw it. You saw I saw it go over to the like I was walking by it. I could see something and it was a laminate and it just shattered. It was just destroyed. (laughs) But it was. I do
1: that because we were doing test cases at my house and we were filming us throwing the the box outside of the window. Oh, that's like a floor onto the driveway. Smart and the bottle barely cracked. They oh, took t- pictures and <laughs> sent it to us, and that bottle was dropped out of an airplane. I think that box was
0: wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's really smart. But that's that would be that would be nice. So, so eventually, so people yeah. can just they're they follow you on social media, you'll announce, yeah, when that's available. And also, too, like your hat's really cool and your clothes. Like, so I think oh, yeah. that would be like, an eventual thing that would be fun. Yeah, they'll you.
1: get merchandise, sauces, um, gift cards uh digital gift cards if they, someone's far away and they want to send their friends or family yeah. here in Charleston a gift card, they can have one emailed to them. If they, uh, if they know the that someone's hats. traveling
0: there, yeah, ahead of time, they can get it to them. Right.
1: So that way right. Could, you can on, but you can also order on food online as well through our app. I saw Bestinger's that too. That's B, great. Yeah. So you could
0: order ahead. Is it can you order a day ahead or multiple days? Yeah, it?
1: you can order a day ahead. Uh, we you know we try to make it as easy as possible for the for the users. Yeah. Um, but you can download Messenger's Barbecue app and, and there you go.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, so it was an app. I noticed that on the on the website too. You could order on.
1: Yeah, right? through the website, you can do it through uh, and I believe Chow Now, and I think Google possibly if you Google this. <laughs> yeah.
0: What a weird world we live in. That
1: you. Could yeah. Do. So that's to 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 go back to your question about how have you done since you bought the business from your father? Yeah. You and your brother have you kept it the same? Are you trying to? Well, we're so busy just trying to keep up with current, you know, uh, progression of technology and how things are moving. Um. You know, I don't have a, a crew of people behind me doing yeah. all this in the background. It's literally myself and my wife uh, doing all this stuff nonstop just to keep a lot up of... with technology.
0: Yeah, just that yeah. alone. And I'm sure you get bombarded with things for, you know, Every kind of POS system. Like I get, I I don't have a restaurant and people think I do because many of the the Kevin's barbecue joints, I get emails and things all the time from people thinking like trying to like pitch their thing. So you probably get inundated and people, it's, I've worked in restaurants and you have to be a (laughs) gatekeeper and try to keep people at bay. It's, it's, yeah. And then you have suppliers. There's there's a lot. Like it's a, so you guys are open, is it 11 till 9?
1: 9, Monday through Sunday. Um, We, open pretty much 364 days a year uh we're closed down this year for the first time for thanksgiving just to kind of give people a day to recharge and uh we're but we're but the but the family themselves on christmas day or at night we're in there working at night loading smokers getting meats prepped for for the day for the next day loads and so we're there while you know we're closed yeah
0: yeah and with with the um the business with Holidays coming up. Do you guys have anything special for Thanksgiving or for Christmas? Like, do you guys have turkeys? Or- we do.
1: We do uh, holiday packages, but this year for Thanksgiving, excuse me, I decided not to do it okay. <clears throat> with the uncertainty of the food supply chain right now. That makes sense. And if I, yeah, and I was going to go ahead and buy early, um but I decided this year let's just chill out. Let's you know let's have this takes some time to our families through all this hectic season Damn. this past year, and uh, you know I would hate to have you know 100 orders of turkeys and only get 50 in then i'm just thanksgiving so i said ah no well, well let's wait for let's wait for the world to kind of come back or circle mm-hmm. and normalize on the food supply chains in yeah. prices
0: well, especially with truckers like it's like it's <laughs> tough there's i think they're down 80 000 truckers or some amazing number yeah. 40 like it's that's yeah it's going to where be an they interesting go? yeah i know exactly <laughs> where do they go yeah did they evaporate like or really yeah it is it's a strange thing. Cause like the number is, is like in the tens of thousands and it's, yeah, it's just strange that that would be something that would just kind of evaporate. I don't think that they're right. always sitting home playing video games or something. I think there's something, something, something's, something's
1: amiss. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they just went up there with Bezos and, you know, he left them up there or something in the space shuttles. I don't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not know where people have gone off to.
0: Or maybe everyone like certain people just moved to the woods or something. <laughs> they
1: got home. Right.
0: Then so, so if you, if you fly into Charleston, is it what's the name of your airport? Is it Charleston
1: International? Charleston International Airport. Oh. How far? Yeah, how, about,
0: how far away are
1: you? We're about maybe a 10 minute drive. So okay. we're about, uh, I would say, two miles uh, south of downtown Charleston. So that's okay. a pretty quick, pretty quick trip from, from the down from the airport. If your main goal is go to downtown, more than likely, you're going to pass passengers barbecue. You can't miss it. It's a huge red barn. And I'll front. put
0: pictures below of it. Of...
1: Yeah, yeah and uh, you can't miss it so um
0: and is there is there like an outdoor covered seating too is that right next well, to they're the
1: well there actually we yeah we put some um tables under that barn okay. um, we do have some future plans of growth of that restaurant we had a barbecue buffet it's a, four, a 14,000 square foot restaurant you have two dining rooms on the ends of the building in the middle is one massive kitchen It's two kitchens really Oh, wow. And uh, and one, that which was the buffet, we closed down about three and a half years ago, four years ago. Uh, we just, was it that was kind up, of, like a meet and run three kind of place? Years. What's that?
0: Was that like a meet and three kind of place? Is it like... was a country,
1: buff- country buffet and barbecue buffet, your typical Bar- barbecue menu, fried chicken, fried catfish, catfish stew, all the, you know, fixings and salad bars, soups and all that. And uh, we closed it down, just couldn't maintain the cost and the waste of food uh labor was starting to become an issue in the market at that time and 40 years is a long run for a buffet and so <laughs> sort I had yeah and the space is pretty cool i said man i might just put a sports bar in here make it a you know recently had the idea of making a, a speakeasy you know cigar lounge but i scratched that idea as of yesterday um but the sports <laughs> bar right. you know the sports bar with you know a lot of outdoor seating and maybe a bunch of tvs with a limited menu the, something easy to pull off as far as, you know, especially with the labor shortage, the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Having a That's a smart video. idea. I
0: think that would, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. 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 And, you know, huge, a lot of parking. So there's a lot of possibilities of the future of Bessinger's Barbecue. Yeah, uh, My kid, uh, I have a 17-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old son, and an 11-year-old son. And my 15-year-old son's been there with, you know, working with me since he was nine making barbecue sauce. Wow. You know, I make 200 gallons of mustard barbecue sauce in-house every week in this huge vat I had that's custom a made and uh and now today you know he's a much bigger kid than I am he's 15 and um he's in there tearing it up one of my best employees. Wow that's awesome. Yep. So
0: that's neat. So that he'll be fourth generation then
1: essentially. It'll be Fourth generation. Yep. So just try to plan ahead and see if this is something he's interested in doing, or mm-hmm. let, I don't know, maybe I want him to continue to do this. I'm starting to turn into my father. I exactly. you to become a rocket surgeon, you know, lead yeah. the business, <laughs> Dude, do something different, please. Yeah. But Sorry he's so good with. at it. Yeah. See, he's got a great personality, a strong kid. And uh, my daughter, um, you know, she's, she's going to be smarter than all of us and probably venture to do something different. Who knows what my wild child, 11 year old Oliver is going to do. He's all over the place. I don't, I don't know. He'll, he'll probably move to Germany or something or, <laughs> Or, or france who knows what that guy maybe he'll uh, open up the the, Ger-
0: the germany the german version of messengers uh, out there yeah there you day. go do whole
1: hog stuff it with sauerkraut there yeah, you yeah
0: definitely so so do you do whole hog ever at the restaurant or is it just for caterings
1: we've done it a few times um it's mostly just for caterings that's why i built have that that cooker made but we don't do whole hog. It's something i would like to get back into doing since my dad did it throughout mm-hmm. the years and uh, it, it got to be to the point where the whole hog, our volume just outmatched the, the the capabilities of getting hogs. Yeah. Now that there's so many different restaurants in Charleston, some of them are doing whole hogs, some just doing you know choice cuts of yeah. their cuts of meat shoulders, like we do shoulders yeah. now. Um there's no need for us to do whole hogs now that the market's being flooded with barbecue restaurants in Charleston. Now the availability and accessibility and cost of, of being cost effective is more readily awesome. available. So I'm, I'm, I've entertained it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so that's something maybe
1: potentially. Down the yeah. way.
0: Did you do hams at one point?
1: We did do hams at one point. Uh-huh. We, uh, we, 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 my dad always did shoulders and butts and then he decided to do something different, you know, cause hams, you know, uh, some of the old timers did hams. And mm-hmm. so we did the hams and, um, that I changed, I stopped it because we went back we went back to shoulders because the, the, the fat ratio and the hams that were coming in were so lean. Yeah, it was just, so dry and it was getting too dry, not enough fat content. and I just could not find a purveyor to give give us the product we were looking for. so we went back to shoulders.
0: That makes sense. So you're so yeah. so that you're, you're, like you said, you're evolving you're you're kind of moving back and forth figuring out what makes the most sense and you want to give the best product. To your customers and that's, right
1: we want to see what the customer's feedback is and what they prefer and they prefer the shoulders and that's a good move that we made
0: yeah yeah and not you know yeah. not a lot of places serve ham it's not it's it's not as common i think there's right a, a handful and and hush puppies too like i used to go to, <coughs> to north carolina for business twice a year i think i mentioned it mm-hmm. in an email to you for furniture market when my father was alive and I, that's the first time I had had hush puppies before because I never because yeah. they're not common in in California. And then also too, do you have like then you must have sweet tea then, right? Of course,
1: <laughs> come on, who doesn't <laughs> have sweet tea?
0: But like, how sweet is it? Is it a sweet tea that like makes you like? Filling, filling
1: shirt, or your, teeth, your teeth might chatter. I don't know
0: because when I because it was when I had a, like when I had it, it was in North Carolina. But uh, I, for the first time, I had never really had obviously sweet tea because I had it. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm coughing too. But it's uh, it, it's sweeter than you would imagine. If if someone listening to this, because yeah. a lot of people have never had real sweet tea.
1: Oh, it's the, it's the south. It's the wine of the south. And <laughs> we do it the old way. We steep it in a big pot. We don't. Uh, you oh, know, great. a lot of restaurants they just gotten to the point where they make simple syrup. You know they'll make a pot of unsweet tea from their machine and just pour oh. simple syrup or sugar in it and they're done. Now we steep it with bags for an hour, just let it sit there sit there and get all that good flavor out the bags, and then we sweeten it up that way.
0: And it's a nice compliment too, isn't it, to the barbecue?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
0: wow. yeah. That's cool. That's a, uh, yeah, I know. It's like, I've already like, like talking about like just mentioning sweet tea, like it's like, you wouldn't have it as offended, like 6,000 people. Uh, but, but, <laughs> Cause of course you would, but it's, but you have beer yeah. now too. And then, uh, is there anything that we haven't covered that, that you want people to know about you guys?
1: No, well, you know, uh, you know, I take great pride in what my father has built and his, his father built. We're, we're the oldest restaurant in Charleston owned and it's still operated by the family. Yeah. Uh, the Bessinger family, um, was pioneered mustard based barbecue sauce. We were the first base mustard based family. Uh, uh, you know, it's not as old as vinegar sauce, but mustard, you know, is close second yeah. and ours is very unique. And that's why it's so popular, you know, and I'm very proud that my father has given me this ability and legacy yeah. to carry on. Um, but, you know, I hope that people know that, uh, you know, we work hard and we try to give them what they want and we hope to kind of turn the corner and do more to expand to a different, you know, region or, um, you know, we not have people all the time wanting to open restaurants all over the country. Yeah. Um, sure. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so stay, t- stay tuned out. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're always, that's why we've been around through the great depression. We've been around through the great recessions and whatever we're in now. You know, in all the wars, Bessinger's have survived it all because yeah. we believe in what we do. We love our customers, we love our employees, we are we depend on our staff. Our team has worked so hard for us and because they're in there every day and they see who they're working for. They see this face. They don't know who the owner is. You know, if they work in another restaurant, yeah. that's a you know chain. Yeah. So we form a great relationship and a family atmosphere with our and staff. And,
0: and you have a lot of local business probably too. <laughs>
1: We do. We see some of the same people in the restaurant two or three, four times a week.
0: Yeah. No, I can imagine. Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and you probably know what they want to order. Like, oh to yeah. They want I have their, I
1: see them walking through the, I see them walking in and uh, through the parking lot and I'm already starting to make their food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how cool is that I, what a great thing i love places like that and i like yeah. that kind of and so that's not i can't wait to visit when i do visit Charleston when i'm able to because i'm absolutely because I'm, I'm taking care of my mom and helping her out yeah I so hope we to, hope to
1: grow we hope to grow we hope yeah. to grow we hope to keep pushing forward and, and getting bigger and better yeah exactly. and,
0: and so if, yeah and so chances are when they come in they can see you and say hi i wanted people to get a chance to see you and learn more about you so that way yeah. when they do visit they they see your face and they know no, it's like it's like meeting you for the first time now, and then they'll meet you in right. person when they visit, and and you get right. to see them.
1: Right. right. Well, some people, you know, we're doing this hog for the calls thing. I was invited by uh, Anthony uh, Dia Bernardo at Circus Wine. Uh, he's throwing his hog for calls in Charleston. It's about thirty five hundred guests. It's going to be That's Elliot Moss. You know him, home team. Uh, Rodney Scott, John Lewis, um, Peg Leg Pork. Uh, yeah, Peg Leg Porker uh, Leroy and Lewis, I mean, all these great pit masters from all over the country, some a couple from California actually oh, yeah. coming here November 13th. And, uh, they'll see all of us pit masters working together and, uh, it's going to be a great a fundraiser great, for great. Yeah. Pediatric, uh, pediatric brain cancer is what all the money to go into. And, uh, so yeah, y'all come out there and see us buy your tickets. Have a great week. It was so nice to Thank meet you. you. All, right, goodbye. all right. Take care. Bye.